Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 335. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. We have a brief pause between a bunch of rainstorms. We have some blue skies when I look out the window. There's sunshine kind of peeking through all of the clouds and everything is soaking wet. We have been rained on for a few days straight and it looks like we're going to have rain off and on for at least another week. So yeah the good news is it's really warm it's 65 degrees so i went outside and did a run right in the midst of the break of the rain and was able to reconnect with the trees and breathe a fresh warm air and just have you know like my running shorts and a shirt on it wasn't even layers so i am very grateful this morning for this beautiful gift of being able to be outside and comfortable it's going to get colder here (laughs) so We are in March in Ohio. You can never predict what is going to happen. Yeah, it is good to be with you in this space. And it's interesting, right, as I was getting ready to meditate and start this podcast, the guidance I was feeling on both sides of me from what I call my guides, some might call angels or beings or energies, those unseen forces that always support this human journey I'm taking, I could feel um, this energetic hand at my back and this guidance, these, it was almost like I could hear the voice in my head, like sit up a little straighter, (laughs) open your shoulders, which then opens your heart chakra, lift your chin up, everything is good, all is well. And I could feel that, um, centering and stabilizing energy on either side of me and at my back just right just reminding me like we don't we don't see all the pieces yet we don't see the whole big picture fully yet and and the way through all of these challenges that everyone everyone is going through I don't believe um I don't believe we are unique in the struggles we are all working through in our mind, body, spirits at this time. There's a lot that is shifting. And so the reminder to find our center and to open our shoulders and keep the heart chakra open, it creates more breathing room, which seems contradictory, right? If I'm going to open my heart wider, ah, like I'll have less breath for me or someone could take my breath or... You know, we're in such a collective energy of mine, 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 and I need to protect my space, myself, my germs, my whatever, right? Like, I got to be here in my little bubble. And what I could feel is 
the heart chakra is meant to be open wide, even especially in times of intense fear. Opening the heart chakra allows us to connect and stay fully uh, in communication through the heart, through the breath, with each other. And closing down may feel uh, smarter or more logical. Protecting may feel like the highest choice in the moment. And maybe it is physically, you know, with germs and being in our quarantined areas so that we don't spread viruses and energetically it's the opposite for the heart chakra open wider allow the love to move through you allow yourself to feel your own love that feels like one of the biggest shifts we're going through right now is for each of us to feel love for ourselves, to honor our optimal health, our emotional, mental health as a very high priority. And as we feel this greater love for ourselves, we are more resourced. We have so much extra love inside of ourselves that it's easier to then share it with other people around us. And so I... Right, I meet you here in the space that is called Gaia's love, Earth, Gaia's love for all of us. I meet you in this space with my heart very wide open, knowing all is well. All is well, even when we don't know exactly where we're going or what it looks like or what's going to arrive next. You know, we tend to brace ourselves when we believe there's an accident of an imminent accident or something, the shoe is going to drop, something awful is about to happen. So we just keep bracing and preparing ourselves for more bad news. <sighs> Breathe, exhale, let it go. Let the fear of that go. Because a few weeks ago, at least here in the United States, I don't believe we all knew we would be in this position. And yet here we are, we're still breathing, and we still have our heart chakras open. The sun is actually trying to shine. <laughs> there is still plenty of air for all of us to breathe. We're alive, we're here. We have community around us. Many of us have more food in our houses than we've ever had in our lives. <laughs> we're so resourced. We... We are more connected technologically than I believe we ever have been. There are so many more concerts and videos and yoga classes online and beautiful messages and funny, funny, joking, hysterically crazy, silly things <laughs> that are being shared. <laughs> I didn't even have the words for what, <laughs> what is available right now. There's so much good that is being emanated out into humanity. And a few weeks ago, we wouldn't have believed that that could be possible. Yet here we are and we're okay. So bracing for something else really isn't going to serve. It doesn't do us any good to worry about anything else that could arrive in this moment because right here in this moment, we're okay. Right here in this moment, we're breathing and we're listening to each other and we're talking and communicating and energy is flowing from my heart to your heart to the other hearts around us we're okay 
So <laughs> that's how we begin with this beautiful reminder from my guides to me. Chin up, shoulders open, straighten up your back. You've got this. You've got this. It's all well. And from that place, you know, we are steadier. Our energy flow can tap back into the earth. We can remember that our feet are planted here on this planet, that this earth is still, no matter what's happening in our minds in this reality we're all creating, this earth is still moving around the sun. We still have day and we still have night and we still have temperatures changing and we still have weather moving. The planet is just doing her thing. It's humanity that is in such an uproar. So when we can remember to plant our feet on the earth and be like a tree, <laughs> be like a tree today, put your feet on the earth today, this weekend, next week, like as often as you can, just remember when we were children, <laughs> I don't know if you did this, but clearly we didn't have video games when I was a child, <laughs> we would stand outside and we would pretend to be invisible, <laughs> I don't know if you would you ever did that <laughs> we would like hide behind a tree but our arms and legs were sticking out because it was like a tiny little pole of a tree <laughs> and pretend to not be seen <laughs> be like a tree imagine just step outside and imagine you are like the biggest tree in your garden and just match the energy of the roots going down into the earth match the energy of this huge trunk that can stretch up into the sky because the roots are so deep and then literally if you don't mind looking funny like you know our minds tell us we shouldn't stand in your garden <laughs> plant your rooted feet down into the earth stretch your trunk really way up high and then put your arms out as the branches would stretch and feel yourself get stronger and more centered and more balanced. Be a tree and practice breathing with the earth. Feel at your feet how steady, how steady she is. Her breath is just in and out, day and night. The waves are still coming up and coming down on the beaches. Everything is good. And so when you can match that energy and breathe with the earth, you're going to learn from her breath. You're going to expand from her breath. She can communicate with you and send you messages, give you guidance. So be a tree, be a tree this weekend and right, practice breathing practice breathing so many people right now are holding their breaths or breathing really shallowly behind masks because they're afraid of the the germs moving through the air so let's uh, counteract that or transmute that fear that is in the air into love into certainty into steadiness centeredness ease grace Let's breathe grace into the air. Grace is more powerful than fear, incredibly more powerful than fear. So if you have been feeling helpless, 
What is it I can contribute right now? I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trained you know, paramedic or someone who can go and do things to help physically with people. Every single human on this planet right now can breathe. And if our breath is intentional, and the intention we put into that breath is grace, it can transmute a hundred people who are breathing through fear. A thousand. A thousand people. My guides are like, whatever, I can do a million. <laughs> breathing grace into the air transmutes at this exponentially faster and faster rate. The air molecules of grace are so much more powerful than those of fear. So you want to do something important this weekend. Be like a tree outside. Be a tree and breathe grace into the air. Plant your feet firmly on the ground and allow the earth to speak to you. What would she say to you about grace? How would the earth define grace? Oh, that question makes me want to cry. How would the earth define grace to humanity right now? She allows us to keep breathing. She continues her orbit around the sun and allows us to have this experience of transformation. She holds this incredible, powerful force field of energy so that we as souls in these fragile little human bodies can play with ego where we believe we are so big and powerful. Grace is this earth allowing us to come and play here in her space. That is grace. So when we connect like a tree down into the earth and we breathe grace and we ask for the earth to run grace through us into the breath and out into the air, we are like the trees. I believe the trees are breathing grace every day. They are looking at us and wondering <laughs> what, what these silly human figures are that think they are so powerful. <laughs> oh, if trees could talk, they would, <laughs> they would share so much with us, wouldn't they? Okay, so there's your assignment for this weekend. And I encourage you, if you claim time, this weekend to connect with the earth in this way. Post your pictures, change the stories, change the conversations that are happening on social media. Talk about what grace means to you. Talk about breath, what breath gives us as humans in this journey. Talk about your connection to the planet, to this beautiful home that we inhabit of Gaia Earth. If you post pictures of trees or flowers or plants or sky or anything connected to the energy field of Earth, hashtag it with the movement we started last year. I am here, Gaia. Or maybe it's now. I am here now, Gaia. <laughs> I didn't write it down. <laughs> You'll have to look. It's on my website. <laughs> 
sometimes my mind goes white in the middle of the podcast. I'm like, what is the movement called? I am here now, Gaia. <laughs> I think it's I am here now, Gaia. <laughs> uh, when you hashtag that line, <laughs> whichever one it is, you will see pictures of other people connecting to this planet with that same intention of gratitude, of grace. And so that can be a, a movement we expand together, reconnecting in ways that are very intentional and high vibrational, that elevate the conversations so that we're not conversing about fear. We're conversing about presence, about uh, our planet, about community, about purity, breath, <laughs> grace, <laughs> all these words that I keep sharing. The conversations can begin to shift. All right, the title for today, I wasn't aware we were going to start <laughs> with all of that, but that is how these podcasts flow for me. The title for today is Unwinding. And when I looked up the definition right before I started recording this, it said to, um, like a clock, to unwind, to uh, move backwards, to unravel in a sense. And the, the secondary definition said something about wound up, being wound up, which is typically a phrase we associate with being stressed, being overwhelmed. They're so wound up. They're so tightly wound. The energy system of that human is so intense because there's just um, there's no room, no space. They're wound up inside of themselves. Sound familiar? <laughs> Anyone you know? <laughs> oh, it's so nice when we can laugh at ourselves. <laughs> Uh, I believe a lot of what is possible during these times that are so very confusing and turbulent and dynamic. What is possible is that we can have more space, more time in our schedules than we've ever permitted ourselves before. And in that spaciousness, we can begin to unwind some of the beliefs and the schedules and the commitments and the limitations that we have imposed upon ourselves and that we have allowed others to impose upon us. We have wound ourselves up as humans within a collective humanity that says in order to be successful, in order to be productive, in order to have value, we need to look and act and behave in these agreed upon ways. And so we've all bought into this winding of ourselves into tight little knots. In that winding up, we have made choices over and over that have co-created results. We have climate change, we have uh, overburdened financial commitments, we have stressed out bodies that are unhealthy, we have relationships that are fracturing and divorcing and just so much. We've, we've created so many societal ways of being that have just become accepted. They are normal. And then we have our 
community, our educational, our health, our legal, our governmental systems, all of these wound up humans moving into these wound up communities and everything becomes more intensely wound up. So, the gift that is possible for each of us individually and over time for all of us collectively is to unwind, unwind individually first. So in these moments where you aren't driving, if you are working from home, you now have saved all the time of commuting or if you're not having all of the conversations at the lunch table because you're no longer having lunches with people, so you have these pockets of time during the day at home or at work to sit by yourself and eat. If you aren't doing all of the activities in the evenings or on the weekends because those places are now closed or limited in gathering space, and so you have space in the evenings and on the weekends, begin to unwind. Unwinding is going to look different for everyone. So if your tightly wound up energy has been in your health and your body, what that may look like first for you is you get sick. You have illness because your body is trying to talk to you and tell you where you're out of alignment. And so follow the process. Trust what your body needs. Sleep. Your unwinding may be sleep for a while. Your unwinding may be changing the food so that your body can recalibrate, restabilize. If your wound up has been in your mind, then what may happen first is your mind may give you headaches or um, exhaustion or um, your eyes may get blurry or tired. Your ears, you know, you may not be able to absorb as much through your ears because your mind is full. (laughs) Your mind is full and so it wants to unwind and it just wants quiet. Or maybe you begin with less of the chatter and the noise and the talk shows or the uh, talk radio or the constant feeding of information in through your ears. Maybe you start to shift that and it's music or nature sounds or just going for a walk outside and listening to the wind. It may be the voices of the people you love the most who you haven't had time to truly listen to. Maybe this is when you get on the phone and you call your parents, your siblings, your friends who you haven't spoken to in great depth for a while and you just listen, listen to their voice. Share your voice from the unwinding of the voice that is calmer and softer and quieter. Maybe there isn't as much talking. There's just sitting together and being grateful. The mind, as it's unwinding, is going to shed uh, limitations or stories that no longer serve. I believe what is happening collectively is that we are only able to receive as much as our minds can handle in phases, like step by step. Our minds can handle a little bit, and then after a few days or a week, our minds can handle a little more unwinding. The word I was thinking of earlier was decoding. 
We are decoding our brains. If you imagine that there's a structure in place that all of our minds are holding that structure firmly together and some of the minds start to let go of little pieces of the structure. If everyone let go of all the structure at the same time, we'd have a massive collapse of the structure and everyone would cave in. It would be like a, it's the tower card in the tarot deck, you know, where the tower caves down and so there are all these figures that are falling from this tower. If we were to all let go of all reality at the same time, our minds would not be able to absorb the shift. It would be too dramatic, too far from one place to the next place. And so as a collective humanity, we are doing it in small phases. It's incredibly rapid when you pull back and look at a few weeks, a few months, how much has shifted. But in the moment, if we are just being present in the moment, we are letting go of decoding little by little so that we can handle the shift in our reality. Yeah, when I was thinking of decoding, I'll try to share this in a way that I hope I translate um, fully. We have all been receiving guidance and messages from our souls for, I believe, years, since 2012. There have been messengers and uh, the word that came to mind is prophets <laughs> who have been preparing us for a massive shift. They have been telling us that these changes are going to arrive. And yet, our minds can only receive or handle what they can receive or handle. And so we have, uh, like Hansel and Gretel in the, the children's story, um, <laughs> I can't speak, whatever the story is, the fairy story, the little breadcrumbs that are dropped through the forest by, I think it was Gretel who did that, dropped through the forest so that they would be found when they're taken to the witch's little cottage, right? All these little breadcrumbs were dropped. And I believe we have been uh, all gifted lots of little breadcrumbs. And so those who are guiding us are further ahead enough to be able to show us this is the way, this way, this way, this way, create this, do this, and follow this. And so as the decoding starts to happen, we have these little pathways prepared so that our mind can go, oh, that reminds me of that time where I read that book, or I heard that thing, or I saw that video, or I was in that conversation. Oh, oh, and now here it is. Oh, that's what they meant. That's what they were talking about. It helps our mind absorb how much is shifting in front of our eyes and the reality around us. So I have been following the trail of many guides. Um, the clearest for me is Wayne Dyer, and he is one of the guides, I believe, that supports me in my soul journey. And so I always feel like he's a little ahead of me, and if I receive whatever the guidance or nugget is that he's showing me, it's preparing me for what's next. So as I have followed that guidance, starting in 2015, I've created um, breadcrumbs <laughs> that have been put in place for the time when they would be necessary. 
And I never knew when that time would be. And I believe all those who are prophets and seers and light workers and healers and guides, none of us really ever knew because it's a co-creation. We've felt that something is shifting or arriving, but when we are all co-creating together, one person doesn't have the definitive time because all of us are putting our energy into that time together. And time is this curious morphine thing (laughs) that is one of the deconstructions that is happening right now. We are decoding time because our schedules are not what we thought we could control, (laughs) not what we thought they would be. And so everything is shifting. So when I was reflecting this morning on this idea of decoding and breadcrumbs, I started to think about what breadcrumbs would most serve those who are meeting me in this moment right now. So if you are listening to this, when you are listening to this, you are ready for the breadcrumbs or you wouldn't be called here. Your mind wouldn't allow you to be in the space to receive this message. So the breadcrumbs that I offer you, I had to write them down because I didn't want to get them wrong. (laughs) The breadcrumbs are books. They are books that I have written starting in 2000. I think it was 17 was the first one. I think time, time is a curious thing. I have written four books. The first three are the One Day series and One Day My Soul Journey. You can go back to Gaia's Love Podcast number 17. And in that, I read the first two chapters of One Day My Soul Journey. And then you can go to Gaia's Love 193. And in that, I read the third chapter of One Day My Soul Journey. And in those chapters, I describe the creation of this uh, force field, this planet that we call Gaia, and then what the role is of humans within that planet and how we co-create, what that looks like, and what happens as consciousness starts expanding, as we move into the shift that is absolutely happening right now. The great transition, the great change, the shift of consciousness, it's happening right now. And so how do we walk through that? These audios that I recorded in Gaia's Love of me reading those first three chapters will give your mind something to uh, hold on to, to decode, to unwind. And you'll feel for yourself what's true and what isn't true. What do I believe in or agree with and what do I not And then it moves you along your path. It's a breadcrumb that takes you to the next breadcrumb. In, let's see, Guys Love number 13, I read about the chakras from my second book, which is One Day Gaia Grows Up. And I describe the energy centers and how energy moves through our physical body and what the flow of energy is meant to be when our mind is trying to understand a physical reality that is allowing in more light, allowing in more energy, the physical body can lock up and tighten because it's not quite sure what is happening. And so the physical symptoms trap us into this feeling of being out of control. And our mind agrees and says, yes, everything is out of control. The body is not doing what it, I, I want it to do what it's supposed to do. So when you give the mind the information about the chakras, about energy and how energy moves with and through the human body, 
the mind can start to unwind what it has known to be true before. The mind can allow new information in about energy, light, light as a form of healing here in our human body. That next step after reading about the chakras or listening to me read to you about the chakras is to go to my website and look at the new section I've just created on mysouljourney.com called Light Medicine. You can literally watch it as it's being built and taking form through my consciousness. I am doing the building of that site live. So as I add, you see it being added. As I create more, you see it being created in front of you. And in that space, I provide resources for the mind to help us unwind what we have believed to be true before, to allow light to become a healing tool for all of us, to support the breath, to support the body. And then in Guys Love Podcast, there are three more breadcrumbs I would point you towards if you have not yet listened to them. Episodes 251, 252, and 253 are about Source, Gaia, Earth, and Humanity. And in that, I share my reflections about what is happening. What is happening here in this force field that we call Earth, Gaia? What's the role of humans? How do we reconnect to Source? And what, what happens When that shift happens, what will it look like or feel like? These are giant breadcrumbs for you. And your mind, as you listen to that, will receive what you're ready to receive. And it will provide that sense of centering and steadiness and stability within you. So that when the external chaos feels intense or the decoding around you seems to be really bumpy you can come back to your own center within you can relax your muscles and you can remember oh that's right that's right i heard that i read that oh that's right we're we're just moving through the shift that's all this is what's my role how do i contribute to this co-creation from the highest possible way So, the body, the mind, and then there's the soul. I wrote on my uh, water bottle yesterday, I have a Wonder Woman water bottle. (laughs) It's red, and it has the symbol of Wonder Woman on it, and it makes me happy. (laughs) So, I just drink from that all day, and yesterday I I was just sitting in the kitchen, and I'm like, you know what? I'm ready to infuse my water with something more powerful than just gratitude, as powerful as gratitude is. And so I wrote at the bottom of my water bottle in permanent marker, I am fulfilling my highest destiny here and now. I encourage you to do the same. To allow your soul to become the most powerful force that is moving through you in every choice you make today, this weekend, next week. To give your soul permission to become the lead in the mind-body-soul combination. Allow your, your voice of your soul to become louder within you 
so that you trust your own guidance. More than anything I say or anyone else says, you are so in sync with yourself. Your synchronization is so beautiful that when your soul whispers something inside, you hear it and you honor it and you do that thing you were guided to do. That's the highest place of co-creation possible right now. The voices around us, I believe, are going to get louder for a little while. There's more voices, more emails, more chatter coming in because of the fear. As we start to listen within, decode, unwind within, and start to discern truth, the truth that matches our truth, and it may look very different for everyone. Is there one universal truth? I would say the only yes I would have to that is love. There's one universal truth, which is love. How each of us interpret that, that's our own unique truth. So when each of us is tuning into our own inner voice, our own knowing, the resonance of truth within ourselves, and our soul is whispering guidance, and each one of us is starting to trust that guidance, the voices that we become resonant with or that we start tuning into more and more frequently, those are the voices of our tribe. Those are the voices that are pulling us together for co-creative purposes. Let me try and say this more clearly. <clears throat> Tribes are forming. So where you are right now, you already have your nuclear tribe. So for me, it's my immediate family, the people that I'm in immediate communication with around me on a daily or weekly basis. Wherever we have planted ourselves as this shift has arrived, that's the nuclear tribe, the beginning of our tribe. And what's going to happen as the fear starts to, it may rise first and then it may start to recede. I don't know, we're co-creating it, so we'll see what happens. But as the voices become louder, our, our inner stillness, our inner centeredness, is going to allow us to tune into the voices that resonate most purely and clearly with what we believe to be our truth. So it, it, like to me, it looks like pods forming, energetic pods or gatherings virtually of like-minded truth groups, like-minded focus groups. And as these tribes start gathering, they may be small, they may become big, they may become huge. As they start gathering, there will be a clear focus on what is the purpose of this group that is gathering. What is it that we as a tribe are uniquely qualified or able to contribute at this time to humanity, to this co-healing that is happening of Source Gaia earth and humanity like what is it we are all moving towards i described in um gaia's gifts i didn't write that number down there's a guy's love podcast where i read chapter 14 from gaia's gifts and in it i describe how we're all moving towards the singular moment our our focus is going to become so laser we are going to have such a specific direction in which we are moving 
that the unique contribution these pods or tribes or gatherings will contribute will be so powerful, so impactful to the whole because so many are focused on one specific thing, whatever that is. So maybe it's sound or music for one group. Maybe it's regenerative farming for another group. Maybe it's healing the waters of the oceans for another group. I don't know. There, there's an infinite list of possibilities. But as we all start to come together in these unique tribes and then contribute our greatest gift to this co-creation, the, the, shift, the shift is going to move that much more smoothly and faster and harmoniously. If I were to name what this shift is in one word, it would be paradise. I've talked about this in, oh, my whole body just flooded with joy. I've talked about this in so many podcasts and books and conversations. I absolutely believe that in this generation, my generation, now, now the people who are listening to this now, we will live in a world an earth that feels like paradise. And to get from where we are now to that is going to take harnessed energy focused in deliberate creative contribution. Something so precise and so powerful as many of us focus on it, that it flies us through transformation. It just powers us through massive growth and expansion. And that, that makes me want to cry because it's real. It's a new reality and we're all creating it together. And so we have to decode the old reality in order to build and create that new reality. And there's another podcast that just came to mind that I did. It's called um, Gaia's Love, New Earth Architects. A great breadcrumb to listen to. What are we building? What is it that we are co-creating? When we contribute our very, very best, anything is possible. So, the soul has a lot to say. And as we unwind our bodies, unwind our minds, unwind the schedules and everything that's been locking us in the old way, Allow room for the soul to breathe into your awareness, to whisper to you the magic that is being possibly created. I would say definitely created. <laughs> the mind is like, we don't know. <laughs> the soul is like, yes, we do. <laughs> we are in a really incredible time of co-creation. And so it looks incredibly chaotic chaos and creation often are partners, correct? We, we know that. Science has confirmed that for us. So perhaps tune your radar to creative energy. Allow everything inside of you to start to unwind, to soften, to slow down. Follow the breadcrumbs that I shared here. Follow the breadcrumbs of the other prophets, guides, healers, intuitives that you have been listening to. When they no longer resonate, it's time for you to shift into another 
uh, awareness or allow space for more guidance to come. And so trust how your path specifically takes you through this time. There is no one way. There is no right or wrong way. There is simply you learning to discern for yourself what feels like this is my truth and this expands my truth and this further refines my truth. Because there will arrive a moment, that singular moment I describe, where everything is so laser-focused and flowing with such strength and power that it's almost as if you're carried. You're carried by love. You're carried by your own soul into whatever it is that you're co-creating within your tribe. You'll know. You'll feel it. You'll feel it. And it's bliss. (laughs) It's sweet bliss. So that is where we are headed and as we make our way from where we've been, where we are, to where we're going, breathe, breathe, honor your mind, body, spirit and allow space for all of the healing that is going to be flowing. Okay, I am preparing for new moon circles to begin in about a half an hour. And I am right here sending you so much love. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.